This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am so excited to be joined in the studio for the first time by Jackie Goldschneider. Hey, hey Jackie. Hey everyone. Hi Dylan. Thanks I'm for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. You've been on the podcast before, but it was like COVID times, yes. Zoom situation, mm-hmm. and so I'm very excited to have you in the studio. We've got a new season to talk about. You've got a book to talk about. Oh yeah. How's it going? Uh, everything is great. I feel really good about um, where I am right now professionally and I'm just really happy I've got the show I've got the book I've got some other projects going on and you know the kids are living their best life so everything's good no complaints your kids are so cute I feel like we we're not seeing them on the show so much this season but you know you're on social media with them sometimes they're always you, you got good kids. Yeah, they're really cute and my um my older ones are starting high school in the fall so they'll be playing basketball so I'll be like that mom at the games on Friday nights in the stands at the high school I'm so excited that's so crazy that you're gonna have kids in high school I know does that do you think this season obviously you're in a little bit of a different role on the show we're not seeing quite as much of your family and kind of you on your own with your kids getting older and stuff did that seem like a smart choice in that sense yeah I mean I just kind of like went with it like I like to say if you don't bend you break you know like I kind of went with it my kids don't really care one way or the other they're happy to do it they're happy for the season off they don't really mind um I think it was a good season for them to not have the cameras because they were busy um they were going through teen angst you know so (laughs) it was it was actually a good season for it you know when they're littler it's easy to be like come here now you know let's do this now (laughs) but you know they're 12 and 15 so it's like it's hard to wrangle everybody. Yeah, we've got some little ones on uh, on Jersey again yeah, this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of cute kids. Oh my god, that um, Juliana's voice. Yeah, it just kills me. She's so cute. <laughs> it is. It's funny how much the energy changes on a Housewives show when they're like little kids in the mix versus when everybody's kind of got their own stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Although I haven't I haven't spent that much time with the kids, but they're all very cute. Yeah. Do you feel like this season? you your place in the group felt any different knowing that your role on the show was different or were your relationships kind of unaffected by that yeah no my actual relationships that like continue on when the cameras go down those didn't feel different at all I mean Margaret's one of my best friends whether I'm full-time or part-time or not on the show or like anything um Melissa is one of my closest friends so no those relationships didn't feel any different it only felt different at the very beginning, like the first few episodes. I wasn't like super comfortable because I didn't know what I should be doing, what I shouldn't. And then like I was like, well, I'm just going to show up and do the same thing that I've always done. Like mm-hmm. I just don't have a personal storyline. So 
The only thing that felt different was like not, I wasn't like fully, like there were times when people would be having conversations and I didn't need to be a part of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know. It's it's a little bit different, but it really like it ended up being the same. I'm in every episode. Yeah. You know, I feel like I had an important part in moving story along and like, you know, dropping a few bombs here and there. <laughs> so I think I did a good job. As Getting a in a few little yeah. shady comments here yeah, and there. Yeah, for sure. I, I think you kind of you hit on something important that you have real relationships within the group with some of these women and that those relationships are certainly a part of the show, but they're not defined by the show. Oh yeah. And so, so it's not like, you know, there are some people or maybe some other shows where it's like, if somebody was not having a personal storyline or not, you know, being filmed as much that it would kind of be like, okay, well, what are they doing around? Right. No, everybody will tell you, well, my friends will tell you, that it felt no different. Mm-hmm. That every like once in a while people be like, I keep forgetting that you're a friend this season. I mean, I honestly, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, like it really. I I think maybe friend has evolved. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's lots of women living their best life as a friend right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, Kathy Hilton, I which is a friend of you know, right? There's a few girls on Miami. You know, I'm I'm good. And and I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I would have written my book mm. if I wasn't part-time this season and writing my book was the greatest thing I've ever done. Yeah, I wanted to ask yeah. about that cuz obviously it's, you know, a huge project to do something like that and you've you've been open about the fact that you wrote this book completely yourself. Myself. No shade to anybody who, you know, no, not does at all, a different but arrangement, I am, you but know, that's what you chose to do. Yeah. Well, I was a journalist for many years before I was on the show and I love writing. And but I was nervous, but um, oh man, it turned out so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm so really excited proud to of read it. it. Yeah. And I, I think there are obviously people write lots of different books, and Housewives and other people on reality shows have written so many different books with different you know kind of ways in. But you you have a story that so many people have connected with and have found kind of strength within. So yeah, and I'll say that viewers probably know like two percent of the story. Mm. I mean, it is it is some journey. And I'm really, I'm really excited to put something out there that other people who feel very alone or people who love someone with an eating disorder can read and like understand a little bit of how it happens. You know, it's so hard. I get comments on my social media, right? Like when I was, you know, before I like was open about it and people would be like, just eat a sandwich, you know? Oh my God, eat a burger. And like a lot of people just don't understand what an eating disorder is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not as simple as you know, eating a sandwich and then just being done. And so I'm happy to really tell a more complete story. Right. And I think, I mean, I certainly think that the show has done a great job of kind of giving you that space the last couple seasons to have those conversations, but then to have, you know, 200 plus pages of a book where you can really just get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really grateful that um, I had the time to do it Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful to my I ended up like exactly where I was supposed to be with my publisher. I'm at Gallery. I have a great agent. It's just I'm really excited about it. Yeah, we we love yeah. Gallery. Gallery has done yeah. a lot of the the Bravo books. Yes, if you they are, have. If yeah, you, yeah, if, yeah. If you don't need to be on like email chains with uh, book publicists, you might not know that. But it's no, yeah, but it's I know. Good, uh, yeah, they know how to do it. Oh, they do for yep. sure. Well, mm-hmm. I'm excited to read it. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot Getting back to this season yeah. a little bit. We have some new women in the group. It's the first time in really since you and Jennifer joined the show that there's kind of like a new class on Jersey. Mm -hmm. What was that like kind of just being around a bunch of new people? Yeah. I mean, well, Jen Fessler became one of my best friends Mm -hmm. and Rachel is adorable. You know, Danielle and I didn't click, but I think she does a great job as a housewife. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Danielle was on this podcast uh, like at the beginning of the season and to hear her tell it basically just from day one, you two yeah. just kind of were oil and no, I water see, a little bit. I see it totally differently. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, at the roller skating event, we were really like, I was happy to meet her. I was very warm to her. And then um, next thing I know, I wasn't invited to her party. And that I felt like was very childish and silly. She didn't see me look her up and down. I looked at her outfit. I was behind her. She didn't know that. She just decided that I wasn't meant to be there. And I get it from a housewife standpoint, you got to be a little shady. But when you choose one woman out of nine to exclude from your event, then it was game on you know yeah so, i like yeah. i liked the the point out it was like does she have eyes in the back of her head with the yeah i mean i did like i did nothing wrong to her she just 
um, decided that she didn't like me and mm. that I wasn't invited. But listen, like, let her do her thing. You know, if that's how she wants to make her mark as a housewife, like, let her do it. You like, know, that... we're just very different. So it's fine. I'm not like missing out on a friendship or anything. It's it's fine. But like when she says that we're from both from the same place, like we are not honey. Like we're just not like we're just not similar people at all. She's on her path. I'm on my path. I don't really think about her. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I think some of the, you know, she calls you judgy wudgy. You call her a, you know, dollar store snooky or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's fun. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's like it's about. shady. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I think, you know, you, you mentioned, like, social media can be intense and stuff. And, like, because people have such already formed opinions of, like, you having been on the show longer than her, it's easy to be, like, you know, Jackie's being mean to the new girl. And it's yeah, like, it's, it's, I, I it's know not, my truth. Yeah. Listen, people <laughs> love to invent a narrative. And I'm like, whatever they want to say is fine. And, and more stuff happens this season. So, I mean, just stay tuned. Danielle and I have a conversation. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. I actually haven't seen any new episodes, so I don't know how much of that conversation makes it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't dislike Danielle I just don't like feel anything towards her yeah I think Jersey the last few seasons is in such a kind of like split down the middle type of place it really that is it's like you know for whatever reason the cards came in and Danielle's kind of on the other side of the fence a yeah. little bit I mean I wish it wasn't split down the middle but I gotta tell you I thought I was okay with everybody and then Jen unfollowed me like <laughs> she like blocked me when was know, that? she like unfollowed me and like Maybe like three weeks ago. I don't oh. know. I don't know what happened. I wasn't in a bad place. See, I actually thought the episode at Melissa's party at the shore, I thought you and Jennifer had a little bit of a nice yeah. moment where it was you kind of being on the same page that, hey, we've both had these, you know, things kind of brought against us on the show. We know that it has real life consequences and kind of an understanding there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, she didn't give me much back. I was trying to come to her from like a mom to mom um, standpoint mm. and, and really try and empathize with her um, and hear her. And I don't think that she gave me that much. I could have been all the tequila. It was probably the tequila. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Jen, nobody would accuse her of being sober at that, yeah, uh, no. at that luau party. No, they both had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, there seems to be a little bit of a consensus that maybe Jen and Bill need some some liquid courage to. Yeah, to I don't be. know what's going on there. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think? I'm curious because obviously you have had some rough times on the you know going back a few seasons, people coming for your marriage, whatever. But you know if things aren't based in reality, then they fizzle away. Yeah. But do you think with Jen and Bill, there's a sense? I get sometimes like they're having conversations on camera that maybe they wouldn't ever have if the show wasn't there. Absolutely. Do you think that is helping Helpful. them or yes. do you think it's kind of delaying um, the inevitable in a way? No, I don't I don't see them ever splitting up. I just I would hope and listen, I'm not there so I'm not going to say yeah. you know, but I would hope that she's happy. Mm. And she's not just staying because she was taught to stay in a, in a marriage once you have kids, you know? I just hope she's happy. Like, 
The problem with having these conversations on air is that if you're not going to continue them when the cameras go down, they're not going to do anything but open, you know, open your eyes to the problems you have. And then, you know, it's just going to it's it's going to compound things, you know. Yeah, that's tough. Because with the I mean, with everything that came out last season with Jen and Bill, it was kind of the thing of like, well, we haven't talked about this in 10 years and we weren't ever going to talk about it. But now we have to. But then, you know. You, you have to follow up on those. Yeah. I things. mean, you have to stick with therapy. Two sessions is not enough. Mm. You know, like when the cameras went down after I started my therapy for recovery, I mean, I'm still with the same therapist every single week and the same dietitian every single week. You got to stick with it. Like it, you need like when you don't, when you just let things like Bill's Affair when you let it just sit inside you, it doesn't go away. It's just always there and everything, you know, filters through it. And, you know, I I would love to see them happy. I mean, they seem happy, but I don't know, with all those issues just sitting inside both of them, I don't know how happy you can be, Mm -hmm. you know? But I hope she is. Yeah. This season with Margaret, you're very close with Margaret. There's been kind of this long way game of telephone happening that started at Jen's daughter's birthday and Rachel got information and then talked to Danielle and then finally at the party Melissa kind of went to Teresa and it feels like there's a lot of conversation happening about is Margaret does she have this arsenal of information what's happening do you feel like that is kind of calculated or is it based on things that have happened on the show no um, Margaret is one of the kindest, nicest. I'm not just saying this because I'm walking the party line. Like she really is. I have been so close with her for so many years. I've never seen one inkling of anything that would make me think she's a bad person or a manipulative person um, or has an arsenal of things. Um, If anyone can't see through what a disgruntled ex-best friend, I mean, what kind of ex-best friend would go start, like she's on every podcast, you know, just like spilling stupid shit. I mean, like if you can't see past that, I I think Margaret is a great person. I think that she happened to know about Bill's affair. Mm. And when she revealed it, uh, it was a very convenient narrative to decide that Margaret has shit on people and that's why people are her friend. Yeah, and I think there's a difference between disagreeing with the way someone handled a particular situation maybe, like with Margaret and the affair, and saying like, this is who she is as a person yeah. and she has these kind of vendettas against people. Like you can you can take issue with someone's choices without being like they're, you know, the devil. Of course, and I think you gotta look at somebody's history too. I mean like, Margaret has friends, has like the same 10 friends for the past 30 years. She's super close with um, me, Melissa, Jen Fessler. I mean, there's a lot of people who genuinely love her. And Mm. I think that if there was something off about her and something vindictive about her, um, she wouldn't have that many people who Mm -hmm. really genuinely love her. Yeah, I think just as a viewer of the show, there is, it feels like Margaret and Jennifer kind of have their own dynamic that it's like, it's never quite... They're just not ever going to be in a place where they are. I know. Every time you think that they are, it's like, oh, man, something happens. It's tough. (laughs) It's Jersey. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. It seems like you kind of have gotten to a little bit of a place where there's not anybody in the group that you're like so, so in a bad place with. Do you feel like you've kind of come a long way in some of those relationships? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have uh, me and Dolores, we argue, but we don't, (laughs) but we're good. I don't know where I stand with Teresa because I was at her wedding. I was happy for her. Yeah. We haven't spoken since. Louis reached out to congratulate me on the book. It was very, very nice of him. But, you know, it's weird because Melissa is one of my best friends. And, you know, it's 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 an awkward, um, you know, so obviously I don't talk to Teresa, but I don't feel like I'm in a fight with anybody. And I didn't feel like I was in a fight with Jen, but then she unfollowed me. <laughs> Yeah, we got to get to the bottom maybe of that. Maybe I'm blocked. I don't know. Jen, why'd you unfollow me? Yeah, Je- Jennifer, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening. Not that I care, but I mean, actually, I like, I don't know. What did I do? I'll slide, I'll slide into her DMs. Yeah, and slide in there. <laughs> I, I do feel, uh, Margaret has talked about going to that wedding and feeling, you know, a little bit conflicted because so much had been happening leading up to it. Were you, were you kind of in that same headspace nope, a little bit? Not at all. No. No. You know what? Nobody skipped a goddamn thing for me. When when I skipped the Lake George trip and I was so devastated about all the rumors about Evan and I was crying at home and giving my kids haircuts in the driveway, they were all boozing it up. They were <laughs> they were on a boat, they were laughing, drinking, doing shots. Nobody skipped a goddamn thing for me. So, when Teresa was getting married, we were invited to the wedding. Evan was friends with Louie. I I went and I stayed and I mm. ate all the food and drank the liquor. I, I mean, yeah, it's I a mean, nice wedding. I agree that if you're gonna if you're gonna accept the invitation, then you go. You know, I mean, but everybody has to do what's right for them, and I absolutely see why Margaret only went for a little bit. She was trying to do right by everybody, 
Mm -hmm. you know? But for me, I didn't feel like it would have done any good to anybody else for me to, you know, leave early. Yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, obviously you have real friendships within this group, but also, you know, sometimes like a wedding is just a, a life thing that it's like, yeah, like my, these people, I am, I'm, I'm in their lives in some way and they're getting married. So I'm going to the wedding. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I do wonder this season, it feels like there was, you know, always a chance that Teresa and Melissa and Joe were going to kind of like coast through and maybe just have peace, whatever that means. Did you ever see the writing on the wall that things were going to kind of take a left turn or was it really surprising to you how things um, ended up? I'm not shocked that they ended up like splitting, totally mm -hmm. splitting um, because I know that there was always tension there. I mean, it's impossible not to see that there was always tension there, but I thought that because Joe and Teresa are really all they have family-wise, that they'd always find a way to stay somewhat connected, even if they weren't really like close to each other. Yeah. I never thought they would actually make a clean break. I mean, even going to the shore on this past episode, you know, Teresa's saying, why didn't they invite me to stay at their house? Like, you know, clearly at that point, it's like maybe things aren't perfect, but if she wouldn't say that if, if she was like, I hate their guts. You know, it's it's tough to see how things kind of like are spiraling down the hill. Yeah, I think that things happened that maybe viewers don't know about, which obviously I wouldn't say, but like things that happened prior. Mm hmm that factor into Melissa's decisions. And I'll just say that without taking a side, when you watch more, get later into the season, you'll understand more about why certain decisions were made. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, obviously I'm curious to see where it goes, but also with the way that social media is and the way that people kind of pick apart these shows, people forget that it's like, okay, there's, there's like many hours worth of footage that we've not seen yet. Yeah. And so it's like on episode one, you can't form the opinion about what we know has happened after the season. Right. Yeah. I wish I could tell people that. But I mean, you guys always have a lot. Going. There's a lot oh, going on. It's tell me about it. Tell me about it. You should see my group texts. It's crazy. <laughs> Do you feel like so now you've been on the show for, I mean, several five years, several years, five yeah. years. Do you feel like if you could go back to day one and know kind of like where this whole whirlwind was going to go, do you feel kind of good about how things have played out for you? Yeah. I mean, listen, like I believe in fate. I believe in the universe. I I feel like um, I might have done things different season three. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, like. Yeah, even this season, I had a great time. I really didn't. It's everybody else who has like an issue with the friend thing. I really don't. I did at the beginning, like it was un it was weird and it was yeah. uncomfortable, but it was never like, I never looked at people as like, ah, you took my job. Like, I, it's not the way it works. You know, like if Bravo wanted a million housewives on the cast, like that's what they would do, you know? Like, right. I don't, I just really kind of like went with it. And I was like, well, if that's my job, then that's the job I'm going to do, you know? And yeah. So, no, I, I really, I love the way things have gone. I love being a part of the show. I love being part of Bravo. And listen, it's not going to last forever for anyone. Mm. You know, no one's going to be here forever. So 
I mean, everyone's going to have to like bend a little bit at some point, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't change anything. And like you said, you probably wouldn't have written the book, at least right now, if you were didn't have kind of a little more space. For sure. And the book is so great. It's so good. Okay. It's really good. (laughs) Yeah. So, but um, this season is killer. It's great. It is. There's a lot to come. Our trip to Ireland was... I mean, one for the books. Oh, my God. I, I keep forgetting that we still have a whole trip left to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Before we go, I want to ask, we have a new season of Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip that is premiering right now in Thailand. Uh, there's another one that happened in Morocco that Caroline oh, yeah. Manzo went on. Oh, yeah. We got to get you on a girls trip. Um, from your mouth to Andy's ears. <laughs> so in the Jackie Goldschneider, uh, you know, magic wish, who would be on your... Girls trip. Oh my God. I haven't even thought about that. I don't know who's been on. So I think Candace just went on that last one, right? Because she is my favorite housewife right now. Okay. Across the board. You know, maybe they could do like a friends one, like me and Jen Fessler. Mm. Or maybe they could do like a Jewish mom's one. Like me, Jen, and and um Jill, Heather Dubrow, Kyle Counts, her daughter had a bar mitzvah, uh bat mitzvah. Um Let's see. Who would be on my ultimate girls trip? I don't know. Oh, Meredith Marks is Jewish. Meredith Marks. Yeah. yeah we got a lot of them. Lisa Barlow was born Jewish. That would be... Okay. That uh, Honestly, I don't right? know. That, I think That'd that is so a completely good. original concept. And now I am 100% It'd on be board. so good. I mean, my kids are getting bar mitzvah this year, so we could do it. We could bring the kids. <laughs> I No, I think that is a great idea. We've had lots of girls trip uh, dreamcasts. And you I can think, have Shabbat dinner. I think Jewish moms is, is really great. Yes. <laughs> That would be amazing. Yeah, we could we could overfeed everyone. It'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, you know, maybe we can make it happen if if Peacock is listening. <laughs> Get that in the works. Oh, but Jackie, I'm so glad we got to talk today. Me too. Uh, your book, The Weight of Beautiful, is coming out September 26th, and it's available for pre-order now. Wherever you get your books. Wherever you get your books. And, uh, you know, New Jersey, it's it's chugging along. Keep watching. Keep watching. Stay tuned. How are you feeling looking into whenever we're doing reunion? How are you feeling about reunion? I feel great this year because I'm not like in the middle of anyone's (laughs) shit. I feel fabulous. You're like, I might get called judgy wudgy, but that's about the worst. Right? I mean, listen, you're supposed to, you know, when when Danielle first called me a snob, I was like, I said to, um, I think I said to Tom, I said, I said, is that bad? She called me a snob. He goes, no, it's good to be a snob on the housewives. <laughs> <laughs> you have standards. You got to have standards. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, am I a little snobby? Maybe. It's, people have been called uh, but I'm nice. Worse things. I'm nice and I'm kind and I'm generous. So it's okay to be a little snobby too. <laughs> I, lo- I think that's the right attitude. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you, Jackie, so much. Thanks, Dylan. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. <laughs> Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.